Hi, I'm Joy. And I'm Janelle. And we are your hosts of the Melanin and Miles podcast. We are just two Black girls in our 20s who have traveled to over 25 countries and five continents. And we want to share our travel experiences and advice with you. Like when I went cliff jumping in Jamaica, or when I booked a flight for only $6, and even when I lived with a host family who didn't speak any English in Spain for four months. Or when I went skydiving in D.C., swam with elephants in Thailand, and won over $200 at a casino in Puerto Rico. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Before we get into the episode, make sure you get your hands on our free Budget Babe travel guide to learn the top 10 ways you can be saving hundreds or even thousands of dollars on your next travel adventure. Get the guide straight to your inbox at melaninandmiles.com slash free. This segment of our podcast is called The Check-In, where we both update you guys on where we've been traveling and life updates in 60 seconds or less before we get into the episode. Hey guys, I wanted to pop in and let you know that we are gifting the first 100 people who leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts a dope Melanin and Miles enamel pin. You can wear the pin on your jacket, add it to your backpack, or on your luggage. All you have to do is leave a review on Apple Podcasts and claim your thank you gift at melaninandmiles.com slash pin. Hey everyone, welcome back to Melanin and Miles. This week we are talking to Wanda, the host of Black Women Travel Podcast. This podcast shares the stories of Black women who dream to make travel a priority. This community of bold women from all over the world have varied traveled stories, including short-term travelers based in a country to long-term travelers living or working abroad. So I just want to welcome Wanda. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Thanks for welcoming me, Janelle. (laughs) Yep. And so I want to start off the podcast with just a bit of personal questions and travel questions about you and like how you really got interested in travel. So can you first just tell us a little bit about yourself, like where you're from and then where you're currently living and how that transition worked out for you? Sure. So I was born in Illinois, Southern Illinois, uh, in a small town. And I guess my first plane ride was to Atlanta. So I ended up like moving there for about 10 years or so. And living the life there, working for a big corporation. And like, it just wasn't enough. I just kind of hit this place where I was like, this isn't me. So I left and went to El Salvador for a bit and Jamaica for a bit, came back to Atlanta for some years, (laughs) disheartened and such. And then made my way back into the world uh, almost five years ago. My anniversary is coming up. It'll be New Year's Eve. Uh, so December 31st will make five years that I've been on the road. I'm currently in Malaysia, sheltering in place. Wow. So you have a huge travel history. <laughs> um, do you mind, as, how old are you? Do you mind me asking? Sure. I'm 39. I just had a birthday, so. Okay, you're good. I'm adjusting <laughs> to my new age. I think I'm 39, 39. <laughs> 
You're good. So you did a lot of travel really young. So that's really cool because it, I feel like a lot of people think that, you know, like you're too young to do certain trips or you can't go by yourself, but you obviously show that's that that's not true at all. <laughs> well, it's like, so I'd graduated from university when I went to Atlanta. So I guess that was about 18. Um, and I tried to travel quite a bit in the States while I was, while I was there. Uh, not quite a bit, you know, cause <laughs> it's pretty expensive. To yeah. Travel in the States. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe like 18 or 19 until now, I guess that's, I guess that's young ish, but like, I never traveled as a kid really. Uh, yeah. yeah but so I don't know. I feel like because I just did um like I just graduated college and so if I'm looking back at my freshman year self 18 years old I don't know if I would have done an independent trip <laughs> I didn't start traveling independently up until I studied abroad which was after my freshman year girl what am I talking about I had graduated so I was like 18 19 maybe 20 or 21 oh okay that makes sense that was, I, that was high school right we yeah graduated. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like that's kind of young I don't know <laughs> but okay that makes sense but I mean it's just a few years later really yeah so, eh, I, um, I guess <laughs> <laughs> so I guess um what really inspired your interest in travel there's just something in me you know they say like look at your astrology sign or I don't know your name mm-hmm. there's just something in me <laughs> I just like being anywhere but America, I guess the systemic racism there is a little bit too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> you were just so, born yeah. with it in the blood. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, systemic so, racism too, so. <laughs> <laughs> so you obviously lived in many places. You're currently in Malaysia. How do you, how would you rank Malaysia out of like all the places you've lived? She cute, she cute. Um, <laughs> The food is bomb and there are some people here that I've been able to like be closer with. Um, Having local friends is really important to me and it's been been really cool to be here. Sometimes when you travel, you fall in love with people and it's like, oh, but you're leaving next month. (laughs) Uh. Or, Or like you may try to be friendly with local people but like language is a barrier if you're not learning their language and Mm -hmm. I don't know so Malaysia has kind of ticked those those kinds of boxes for me okay and so have you learned any languages since you started living in other places girl no so I did study uh Spanish in in university so I got to use that when I went to El Salvador but other than that, I haven't, I, my mind has just been somewhere else. I'm not a language person. Yeah, and I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you said you were like trying to get to know other people while you're out there. How easy is it to stay connected with the Black community wherever you go? There is one wherever you go, staying connected. You know, it's just like, nothing has changed in terms of relationships. Mm-hmm. finding people who dig who you are and what you're about and your whole deal uh, can 
be a challenge no matter where you are. So it's definitely a journey of understanding who you are and appreciating and loving that and who comes comes and who's not into it just isn't and that's cool but like so it's the same with the black community like you see people and you be excited to see a black person yeah. <laughs> and they're not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they are like you know things just don't gel for whatever reason mm-hmm. you know yeah no I 100% understand um so do you think you you're gonna have any upcoming travel plans or are you just kind of like settling down waiting till COVID dies down a little bit yeah I've been chilling mm-hmm. I'm not either trying to contract it or carry it yeah uh, <laughs> For me, that's just like the responsible thing to do. Yeah. So, makes sense. yeah. Yeah. So now I want to transfer into some questions about your podcast because we're both travel themed podcasts. <laughs> um, it would be cool to find out how did your like background help with or influence the creation of Black Women Travel Podcasts? So while I was out here in these streets, you know, going left, right, upside down, all of that. Um, I was looking for community and I would see some black women out here and we didn't really have a place to convene, not for like all of us who were trying to be long-term travelers and entrepreneurs. So I created this group, Black Women Digital Nomad Entrepreneurs on Facebook. Um, And you know, I would encourage people to like introduce themselves like, hey, say, hey, tell people what you about, like, you know, show up. But I found that like those posts are pretty ephemeral, right? So it's just like posted and it's gone like in the next day or two. So I thought a more meaningful way for us to get to know one another is through like an interview kind of format. So that's when I started the podcast. And it took me like maybe about six months to really like well, maybe even longer than that, (laughs) uh, to actually like put it into the world. But once I got going, like I haven't stopped. So I've been putting out an episode every single week. Number 77 is coming out uh, tomorrow, Sunday. It shows, airs every Sunday. But that's, that's how it came about is just me wanting to have deeper conversations, getting to know Black women in a more personal way, like where they came from, what their mama was talking about, what their grandma was talking about. A, mm. lot, a lot of the show is actually about our mothers and our grandmothers, what they gave us, what they didn't give us, what we're finding out for ourselves. And this person that we are taking out into the world and how the world responds to us and what we think about that. Like, you know, just all that, all that kind of stuff. It's called Black Women Travel, but like, it's, it's more than just a travel show. We talk a little bit about that, but you're not going to find like top 10 places to go in Croatia. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's, that's basically how it started. Nice. And so you said you're on episode 70, which is in 77. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So the podcast has been out for a little bit over a year. So you still, um, no, it's really like, 
from like us doing the podcast for a little bit over a year it's a lot of work to make sure you're having an episode every week and (laughs) always finding people to interview so I completely understand like how hectic that can be and like the pre-planning on how it took like six months before it even came out that like it's a lot I mean that six months wasn't planning that was just stalling (laughs) 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 don't ever think anybody who's thinking of starting a podcast it does not literally take that long I was just you know I don't know just procrastinating um but the dope, the really, really dope thing, the thing that touches me deeply is that it started with the Facebook group, but then I found the Black Women Travel Twitter, which has been really, really awesome. And Instagram hasn't been as great because I find that it's not super fair to say, but uh, in my mind, it's more vacationers versus like long-term travelers, which I'm down with vacationers, but these are like the flowy dress vacationers. Yeah. (laughs) The flying flying dress vacationers, like the (laughs) hang off the side of a cliff vacationers, you know, Um, which, which like there's nothing wrong with that. That's also a valid part of traveling. I just, I just wanted something more than an aesthetic, I guess is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but that's, there's so many, there's so many, there's so many. And I've made a real effort to try and diversify the types of voices that you hear from. So you have um, people who are differently abled. So those with uh, uh, who are disabled, those who are of different body types and different skin tones and trans experience or not trans experience. Um, those who are queer, those who are originate and still live in their home countries versus people who are living abroad. I've tried to hit on every country I can think of. And it's a bit, it's been a bit challenging to do that, but I'm, I'm still trying. I'm looking for, you know, people in, in Nigeria, people in Kenya, people still in America, in South America, I'm, I'm starting to branch off into, you know, the Middle East. There are African descendant people everywhere. And mm-hmm. I want to talk to all of these women and understand more about their experiences and the things that we share in common and the things that are different about us as well. Yeah, that's great. So how do you like actually find these people are they already a part of your Facebook group or are you just kind of DMing whoever you think would do it um so it started in the Facebook group went to Twitter and then to Instagram and then I started getting more specific about those voices Mm -hmm. so maybe it's country-based or maybe it's they're black and whatever, you know, uh, Muslim or, you know, whatever. So then it, then it became more intentional like that, looking for those specific kind of faces. It's really, really easy. A lot of the audience is in America. So it's really, really easy to find American, Black American women, super easy, Mm -hmm. super easy to find those in the UK as well. It's not as on the top, some, some of Africa, uh, some different countries in Africa, uh, has been easier 
but like find, finding some of the other travelers and it could be like a language thing as well like having to know what language to search for these things but so that's that's kind of how it's just when you start looking for something you start seeing it basically so it's just me being curious and looking for something that's basically how I've been finding and connecting with these women yeah that's really cool so um, what would you say has been the most challenging part of running the podcast? Challenging. Um, sometimes it's, oh, oh. <laughs> sometimes the sound quality just eats me the fuck up. I don't know if uh, I'm supposed to cuss, but. It's fine. I, that is a, I understand that drama. Uh, <laughs> that is so stressful. You know, trying these different services to record. Um, sometimes the internet connection, like you, like it's cool here in Malaysia, but like depending on where I'm calling, how far I'm calling from, if the sharks are eating the internet <laughs> yeah. underneath the ocean, that's actually a real thing in Vietnam, actually. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, the internet cables are under the ocean and sometimes when it gets spotty because the internet is like, super amazing there um they'll be like oh the sharks must be eating away at the line (laughs) wow that's hilarious but yeah sound quality because like um I just want these women to be heard clearly and for someone to not be like oh that's crunchy like let me just (laughs) move on yeah because it might be the first time they're hearing an episode and I just exactly and like so much (laughs) like at least with like you know youtube videos and other media outlets you know there's some type of visual and like with podcasts it's only audio so if your audio is not good it just ruins the (laughs) ruins the experience i feel like for newcomers that are listening and it's so difficult when people are like i had an interview with someone in the philippines a few weeks ago and his Wi-Fi was really scratchy and it kept like going in and out. And it was just, it was so stressful. <laughs> yeah, it upsets me and my homegirls regularly. <laughs> but people will be like, oh, it's actually not that bad. And I'll be like, oh, you have no ears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I get it. And then, so I guess... Um, stemming from that like what advice would you give to someone looking to start a podcast I guess invest in a good audio system but what what else would you say I mean like maybe I uh, the other challenge is like finding quality um, equipment I guess you could say so being in Asia you're like everything's made here and it's like yes it is but I'm finding out it's way more cheap like cheaply, I don't know, they circulate the super cheap stuff (laughs) versus like what I'm used to getting in America where it'll hold up for a while. This stuff crashed so fast. (laughs) It's so Uh, terrible. I wouldn't, but that's, I wouldn't say that because the more barriers to entry that you have, the longer it'll take you to get the project out. You got to get it out ugly. You got to get it out while you scared to get it out. You just got to get it out. That's, that's what I would say. Even if you start on, uh, what's that one called? The purple one. Um, Anchor. Even if you start mm-hmm. on Anchor, doing just audio on your phone. Actually, your phone picks up like really good audio if it's just a solo show. If you're doing interviews, there are plenty of services and usually like a decent 
pair of earbuds will capture your voice just fine. I've even used like a gaming headset, um, which worked really well for, you know, as long as Asia would let me live. Um, <laughs> but that's that's my advice is start, just start, please start, whatever it is, just start. Don't get in your head too much about it and make adjustments along the way, but just start. Yeah, no, that's great advice. Um literally like but even with our podcast one day like just joy had an idea and we had to like we just put it out there like the next week and (laughs) um if we would have just like thought about it forever and like never put anything out like I'm sure like the podcast we would still be thinking about the podcast like you can just be thinking about it forever and not go out with it so that's real that's good advice so um I gotta ask like one COVID question because it's kind of like ruining the travel community. Um, (laughs) Have you seen, since you've been doing um, interviews um, before COVID started and then you did interviews kind of after, what changes have you really seen in the black travel community um, when it comes to like doing interviews and speaking to people? So the, the thing that I've seen is it's not just COVID it's all these pandemics that are hitting us as women, as black people. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, of course the actual virus itself. Um, more missed appointments, like people just like not showing up, not emailing back. <laughs> like uh, even even if they schedule like an appointment to, to have the conversation, they just like, or like forgetting entirely about the appointment and like having to reschedule. Mm-hmm. So it's just been like more of that. I think women's black women's minds are just somewhere else, which yeah. is completely justifiable. Yeah. Also having to remember like Malaysia, I think has handled the virus really well. In a lot of places where I'm talking to people, it's not being handled really well and people are dying yeah. in droves. And that is something that I have to keep top of mind as well is you know, there's something life-threatening that it may be on their hearts and on their minds when we're talking. Um, Other than that, like the conversation hasn't changed much. We do talk a little bit about it sometimes, just if it's, uh, if it's impacted them in a certain kind of way. Um, But other than that, like we don't center that. The podcast essentially like just centers the woman and what's going on in her life. And sometimes it's a part and sometimes it's not. So I I guess that's, that's what I'd say. All right. That makes sense. Um, So we talked a lot about the podcast. Can you um, shout out the podcast? Where can we find it? Um, Like where can we listen to it? And where can we find it on social media? Okay, so basically the podcast is where the money resides. So you just got to get at us on Twitter, <laughs> BWT Pod, Instagram, BWT Pod, Facebook, BWT Pod. Child, I'm on LinkedIn, Black Women Travel Podcast. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> any of those places. I'm not personally super active on social media because I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is as in ways detrimental, but I love connecting with actual human beings. Um, So if you listen and there's something you enjoy, if you learn something, 
if something touches you, I would love to hear you share it, Instagram stories or, you know, tweet at, tweet at your girl, tag me, whatever, whatever, and just <laughs> let me know. But yeah, that's how you can connect with the podcast, aka me. Nice. And where can we listen? Is it available pretty much everywhere? You can. Oh, it's super everywhere. Okay. <laughs> Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Yeah, Autumn Girls. It's everywhere. Um, you can go to blackwomentravel.ashalbh.com or go to any of the social medias and just click the link. Um, and it will also take you. There's like a, a page that I have um, that tells you where you can listen if there's a specific service. Um, so any app that you have, you just search for it and more than likely it'll be there. And if it's not, let me know so I can add it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll put the um, links to um, some of your socials and the podcast in um, the show notes. So listeners, you can easily find it if you're listening to this episode. All right. Awesome. <laughs> so now... <laughs> We want to start to wrap up the interview. I just want to conclude with some quick words of advice. Um, you are obviously a professional working digitally and you know traveling the world at the same time. Do you have any advice for those that are interested in traveling a lot similar to like how you are, but have a lot of responsibilities and it could be either work or family, whatever. On the family front, I may not be the best person because <laughs> so I'm the youngest of 10 children both of my okay. parents asked and I'm not close with my brothers and sisters like that mm-hmm. um but what I would say is that a lot of times we come into this world with something in our heart already in our soul in our spirit and we do a disservice to ourselves by not answering whatever that is rumbling around inside of us and I've seen it a million times over and over again right Mm -hmm. and that thing won't go away it never goes away because you were born with it (laughs) and so if you try to if you try to keep that quiet it's only going to make your life difficult and I do understand familial ties Sometimes we have to make choices in our lives that are unconventional, that make our lives look different than the stuff that we've seen on TV. There are so many different ways that we can enjoy family, that we can be a part of a family, and it doesn't always involve being physically close to those people. Um, In terms of like, just traveling like that's that's also a part of that traveling and working a lot of times we are chasing the bag right trying to secure the bag and that is completely understandable considering a lot of black folks history specifically the insecurity around income and housing and all of that stuff and moving forward though there's so much that we have in our genetics, they a lot of people talk about the trauma and not having generational wealth and all of that, but there's also generational intelligence that we are just given, which is really amazing. And 
being able to figure it out, being resourceful, trusting in yourself and building that trust in yourself as you do the thing that you need to do to be who you are is and should be like the biggest priority of your life. How are you supposed to do anything for anyone else if you don't do it for yourself first? So that's what I would say. It's just step-by-step, get to it. Where do you want to start? What do you want to do as you start? Can you build yourself a financial runway and give yourself a goal and a, a launch date before you actually like buy the ticket um, and like stick to it and honor yourself in that way? And then a lot of these countries, the cost of living gives you so much more freedom in your spirit, in your head and everything, in your finances, especially to have time to sit with yourself really. A, a, a lot of people like this year is the first time they've had to actually be with themselves if they are alone, like if they don't have roommates and stuff like that. And, you know, without having to, the, the hustle and the bustle, the shuffling back and forth and all of that. But like, that's also something that I love about travel is that you can extract yourself from trying to survive and like buying all this stuff that we think will make us happy when really it's the thing that is going to be the most fulfilling to you is showing up as who you are. It's not necessarily like all those other things. So that's what I would say. No, Sit with that. Yeah, just sit with that, understand what it is that you really want and put it into action. Give yourself the space to actually do that. Yeah, and I feel like this is the perfect time of year to really reflect on that, just being that yeah. it's about to be a new year, you know, it's time to like start doing that goal setting and planning that you really want, what do you want out of this next year coming up, so... I would really take that advice if you're listening. <laughs> um, and then my final question that I ask in every interview, and it's why do you think it's important for Black women to travel? It's part of what I just said is that like getting out of whatever fishbowl you're in to understand that there's usually another way to understand that There's, there are, how do I want to say that? That there are ways for you to show up in the world more permanently versus the person that you are when you're on vacation, I guess you could say. Thank you um, for doing this interview. I really loved your advice. I loved your travel stories. I love everything about your podcast. Um, if you guys are really interested in hearing more about the podcast, make sure you guys check her out. I'll link um, the podcast, her social media on the show notes so you can find it. Thank you. I really appreciate you reaching out and giving me an opportunity to speak with you. It's so nice to connect.